You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Nachum Siegel Network's JM Sunday. My name is Matis Weingast. Today is the second day in the month of November and the uh, and the ninth day in the month of Cheshvan, 5775. Hope you all had a nice week and a good Shabbos. Glad to be back here again live and in person right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We changed the clocks last night in the United States, and we are back to Eastern Standard Time. We give our times here as Eastern Time, so everybody will know it no matter what. But uh, we moved the clocks back one hour, so 2 a.m. this morning became 1 a.m. again. So now we're seven hours uh, behind Israel. Again, uh, as it was previously, last, uh, last week was it, or two weeks ago? Israel changed the clocks a week before we did. So uh, now we're back to normal, if you will. The temperature outside right now here in the North New Jersey area is a, a partly cloudy and windy 43 degrees. It's not a great forecast for the uh, for the marathon runners who are going to be running in the New York City Marathon this morning. It's going up to a high of only 49 degrees, also partly cloudy, and windy, and with the wind, it's going to feel like it's in the uh, lower 30s. Tonight, it's dipping down to 37 degrees here. In Jerusalem, it's 73 degrees, also a little partly cloudy, and 58 degrees is the expected low tonight with showers, because that's what happens when uh, when you start to save a Saint Talamatar. It uh, you know, Hashem listens, and they got the rain. So. Uh, that's the forecast uh, in Yuvamos. It's Daf 29 if you're doing Daf Yomi. You can always start. Rabbi Goldwasser coming up at 7.30. I think his uh, morning segment this morning will have to do with the uh, rain. And in the second hour towards the end of the show, my guest this morning will be Rabbi Eli Melech Goldberg. He is the uh, founder of Kids Kicking Cancer. And he is one of uh, CNN's top 10 heroes of 2014. There are um, there are uh, elections, if you will, taking place now to uh, make him the top hero of the year. But right now he's in the top ten. So we'll discuss that with him a little bit and uh, and find out what that's all about. And of course, a lot of music in between. So we thank you for joining us here on JM Sunday. It's always a pleasure to have everybody here. If you want to send me a message. You can go to our Facebook page, like that page also, but it's the JM Sunday page on Facebook. You can also send me an email, matis at nachumsegel.com, M-A-T-T-E-S, 
at NahumSiegel.com. Let's go to the music. Here's Benny Friedman to start us off right here on a JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
here on the Nachum Siegel Network's JM Sunday. Matas Weingast with you. How you doing, everybody? We're going to go to Rabbi Goldwasser right now, and then uh, I'll give you a, a wrap-up of what we heard so far the first half hour and let you know what's happening the rest of the day on this show and on other shows right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. So at this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi David Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, L'Zech Nishmas, Harvzev, Rabbi Yosef Alevi, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We say in Shmona Esrei, Mashvo Ruach Hashem causes the wind to blow and the rain to fall. It says in Masech Chagiga, Ba'asara Devarim Nivra There were ten things that the world was created with. Bechachma, with wisdom. Ubisvuna, with understanding. Ubigvura and with might. The Gemara and Tainus asks, My Givuras Kishamim, what does it mean the power of the rains? It is because they come down with strength. The question is, why did Chazal coin the word Givura when talking about rain 
in that gedula, the greatness of the rain. We can understand that gedula is recognized by the fact that it is constant without interruption. For instance, the sun rises and the sun sets. We can set our clock by the sun rising and the sun setting. That's all according to the laws of nature. Everyone will agree that rain does not have a set pattern. At the time when we can understand the sunrise and the sunset, we cannot understand when it will rain, when there will be a storm, even when Khalila there will be a hurricane. Sometimes rain will not fall for many days. Sometimes rain will fall all of the time. Sometimes rain will fall gently. Sometimes rain will fall with much greater strength. This is in order to understand that it is all the might, the power of Hashem Yisparach. And therefore, we call it Givuros Kishamim, the might of the rains. This is also the reason why this particular phrase is found within Atogi Bar Leolom Hashem. You are mighty forever, Hashem. Because we come to understand the omnipotence and the omnipresence of Hashem in our world. Just like Hashem is Somech Noiflim, lifts up those that have fallen. Mechayim Hashem is the one that will revive the dead in the future. So too, Hashem has caused the rain to fall. The Vilna Goin points out, according to this, we can understand that rain is considered equal to Tchiasamesim, the resurrection of the dead. Why is it considered to be equal to such a great act as the resurrection? Because we understand that just like Tchiasamesim, the resurrection of the dead, everyone will agree that it is not Alpiteva. It is not according to the laws of nature. So too, when the rain will fall and we have any type of weather, including inclement weather, we understand that it is all Gevura. It is the might of Hashem manifesting itself in this world. Our tefillahs go out. We pray for anyone who has been affected by this particular weather. May Hashem Yisbarach help to keep all the families safe and sound. May we be secure and Be'ez Hashem enjoy better days ahead. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you so much, Rabbi Goldwasser, for those timely words. It's 7.36 Eastern Time here on JM Sunday. Matta Swangast with you exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. Changed the clocks here in the United States this morning, early this morning. I was up at two o'clock to make sure it changed back on time according to the law and got my extra hours sleep eventually. So it is now uh, 7.36 Eastern Time. We are at a seven hour difference between here and Israel once again. The news in English from Israel, speaking of Israel, will be at eight o'clock with Kana Julian. And uh, during the latter part of the uh, second hour, We'll be joined by Rabbi Eli Melech Goldberg. He is um, the founder of an organization called Kids Kicking Cancer. And they uh, use mind-body techniques of martial arts instruction to help children uh, to get beyond the pain and discomfort of the terrible diseases that they have. He has been nominated as one of the top 10 CNN heroes of 2014. Voting is going on right now. And... Uh, that continues for another couple of weeks, just until 
November 16th. And then um, the winner, the top hero, will be revealed on Sunday, December 7th. Heroes.cnn.com is the place you can go to place your, to make your vote, to place your vote. And, uh, you can do that once a day. You can do that through your email and or through Facebook, Twitter. So, uh, I would encourage people to do that and vote for him. So we'll be talking to him later on. In the first half hour of the show, we started out with a Benny Friedman, as I had mentioned. We then went to Eitan Katz. We heard Maccabees, Shira Kadasha, and Avrami Roth. As I also mentioned with MS Viazzi finishing off the, uh, the first half hour segment right here on JM Sunday. The weather outside is, uh, it's kind of cold. 43 degrees, partly cloudy, heading up to a high of 49 degrees here in the North New Jersey area, which of course includes the New York area in which the, uh, the New York City Marathon is taking place today. As Nachum had on uh, people from the marathon last week, uh, there were minyanim going on today, and everybody's ready for the the parade. Uh, it's amazing; tens upon tens of thousands of people will be getting shortly. Will be beginning shortly, and uh, over fifty thousand people are expected to complete the race at some point during the day today. So the weather is going to be a factor, mostly uh, in the uh, in the timing of the wind will be a factor, but. Uh, it's not going to rain today, supposedly. That's uh, not in the weather forecast right now. So we'll see what happens. In Jerusalem, it's 73 degrees and going down to a low of 58 degrees. Let's go back to the music. We have Shalshalas coming up and a number of other selections. So thank you for listening. If you uh, have a chance, like our Facebook page, JM Sunday. Send me a message, request a song, whatever you wish. And we look forward to hearing from you as always. Here is Shalshalas Jr., on JM Sunday.
Tantz by Shlemy Gertner here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you, 8 a.m. in the morning, Eastern Time. We changed the clocks back last night, early this morning, actually. So we are seven hours apart from Israel once again. And we'll get to the news in just a few seconds. We heard uh, Avram Willig, Mizamrim Choir, excuse me, and Shalshelis and Shalshelis Junior selections in the last half hour since morning Chizuk. Don't forget that great programming continues all day long here on the stream and the Nachum Siegel Network. There'll be encore presentations of uh, various shows, including Saturday Night Siegel, 9 at 9, and the Z Report with the Yossi Zweig. And then, brand new at 7 p.m. tonight, a new episode, if you will, a new segment of a court report with Elliot Weiselberg. And... Uh, Tonight, he will shine the spotlight on girls' sports. He'll have a panel discussion featuring athletic directors Susan Rifkin of Breweria, Irene Eisdorfer of Shalamis, and Eric Amkraut of Flatbush. They all have taken lead roles in the push to further publicize the accomplishments of the amazing, of the amazing young women of the Yeshiva League. So uh, that'll take place tonight. All that, plus scores and recaps, 7 p.m. on the Court Report, only on the Nachum Siegel Network. So you have uh, live programming this morning here on JM Sunday. You have great music selections and encore presentations during the day. And then you have uh, the Court Report brand new episode here on the Nachum Siegel Network tonight at 7 p.m. It's time for our news from Israel. Hannah Julian, Middle East news commentator on Israel National Radio, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us the uh, bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Matis. The cabinet gave a green light today for a law to reform the nation's conversion regulations. Only one minister voted against the measure. That was by Yehudi Housing Minister Ori Ariel. The controversial law will change the way conversions are handled in Israel. The cabinet also approved a measure that allows a judge to impose a longer sentence on terrorists who throw rocks and other objects during attacks on Israelis, especially on the road. The amendment to the penal code will allow a judge to sentence a stone thrower to as much as 20 years in prison. A number of Israelis have been killed and permanently disabled due to such attacks. Interior Minister Gideon Saar has ended in his resignation letter to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. This is a follow-up to his announcement in September. It's only a formality at this point. Some politicians were surprised that the minister actually followed through on his announcement that he would step down. Seventeen people were arrested in Jerusalem over the weekend for disturbing the peace. Police say that 111 people have been arrested for rioting over the past 10 days. More arrests, however, are expected. Jordan's King Abdullah says he's going to protect Christian and Muslim holy sites from Israel. He attacked the Jewish state for what he called its unilateral moves on the Temple Mount. The head of the World Jewish Congress is warning a Swiss art museum not to accept an art collection from someone who dealt with art from the Nazis. The Bern Art Museum, discovered in May, it was named the sole heir of Cornelius Gerlet. He was the son of a man who dealt in degenerate art for uh, Adolf Hitler. 
the museum has not yet decided whether or not to accept the art collection. Ron Lauder is involved in uh, that decision. Uh, last week, security officials at the Temple Mount closed the uh, Temple Mount site to all visitors, including Muslims, for the first time since 1967. That happened after Temple Mount activist Yehuda Glick was shot in Jerusalem at Point Blank Range. That was a targeted assassination attempt by an Islamic Jihad terrorist. Uh, now, there are calls to open the site to Muslims only, and uh, Jordan, Jordan's King Abdullah II says he's going to protect Christian and Muslim holy sites from Israel. He attacked the Jewish state for what he called its unilateral moves on the Temple Mount. And uh, there, it, this is an ongoing story, Matis, because uh, there are a great deal of calls to close the site to Muslims from Jews, and Muslims are calling to open it only to Muslims. Uh, in the middle ground, there is a small contingent of people that are now calling for coexistence and saying to open the site to everyone. Right now, it's partly cloudy here in Israel, mild temperatures, cool nights. Rain is expected tomorrow and Tuesday, seasonal temperatures. Have a great week, everyone. I'm Connor Julian for Jan Sunday. That's our news from Israel. Thanks, Connor Julian. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's 8.06 in the morning Eastern Time. Coming up later on this hour, before the end of the show, we'll be joined by Rabbi Elimelech Goldberg. He's the founder of an organization called Kids Kicking Cancer. We'll talk to him about the the organization, what it does, and about the fact that he is uh, one of CNN's top 10 heroes for 2014 and in the running to be the top hero. Voting takes place between uh, now and uh, November 16th with the winner uh, disclosed on um, December 7th. You can go to uh, heroes.cnn.com to vote. You can vote once a day through email and through Facebook. And we'll talk to him about that coming up uh, later on in this hour. Right now we go back to the music. And uh, here is Elchanan Baruch with Kitov. Right here on JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network.
That was Yisrael Amar with Birchat Kohanim here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. Before that, we heard Shlemi Gertner and Dudu Kalish and Elchanan Baruch opened up our song segment following the news from Israel. My thanks again to Chana Julian. Coming up later in the show this morning, in about half an hour, we'll be joined by Rabbi Eli Melech Goldberg. He is uh, listed as one of the top 10 CNN heroes for 2014 for his work with the organization that he founded, Kids Kicking Cancer. So we'll find out about the organization, what it does, and uh, a little bit more about Rabbi Goldberg and why he is one of the top heroes for CNN this year. I'm going to play something next, which actually I'm going to do on the fly, kind of. That's live programming, so why not? This is, it should be, if um, if we are getting this correctly, this actually should be... Uh, Last week, after the Shabbos project, uh, in uh, this is in Toronto. This is Shlomo Katz doing a giving a havdalah. Uh, I'm not sure I can get this. I don't know why. Giving a havdalah program, uh, havdalah service, I should say. So let's see if we can actually get this here. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll see how it sounds. If it's okay, we'll keep it going. Again, this is last week at uh, the Shabbos Project uh, finale, if you will, Havdalah in Toronto, Canada.
That's the way it sounded last Saturday night, last Motsi Shabbos. 
in Toronto, Canada, Shlomo Katz, the Havdalah service following the Shabbos project up there. As uh, as he did for the thousands of people up there in Toronto, and uh, so it was done around the world, to the uh, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people who participated in the Shabbos project. Amazing. It continues to be spoken about, and the stories coming in are uh, are quite remarkable for uh, you know for what was done. And uh, we had Rabbi Goldstein on last week to talk about the uh, the program, and uh, they're already set for next year. We'll be talking about it again, and uh, absolutely something something amazing. Uh, we uh, let's see. I'm trying to find the uh, trying to find something here. If I can, just to let everybody know that uh, the uh, the program continues all day long here on the network on the Nachum Siegel network. I know that there are going to be people listening as they're uh, running in the marathon today, in the New York City Marathon. There'll be people uh, listening to the uh, to the shows that are on today. It's great music and uh, encore programming. And tonight we have uh, the court report. Why can't I find what I want to say? Just bugs me, so I will have to say. Uh, Okay, okay, I see, I see. I, I Maybe I have it here. Anyway, I wanted to let you know, tonight, 7 o'clock, <laughs> sorry, tonight at 7 o'clock, uh, Court Report with Elliot Weiselberg. He'll be featuring a panel discussion with athletic directors Susan Rifkin of Breweria, Irene Eisdorfer of Shalamis, and Eric M. Kraut of Flatbush, all of whom have taken lead roles in the push to further publicize the accomplishments of the amazing young women of the Yeshiva League. And that takes place at 7 o'clock, along with uh, the scores and recaps. That's exclusive to the Nachum Siegel Network. It's first run here on the network at 7 o'clock. And uh, I would be remiss if I didn't didn't give uh, airtime to Miriam L. Wallach's uh, plug for after Lady Hawks, JV, and Varsity Volleyball teams. Uh, she's the general manager of the network, so I have to make sure to do that. So we're not, uh, you know, we're not, we're not uh, picking out any one particular team. All the teams are great and good luck to all the teams, but, uh, yeah, I gotta say that I was, uh, sweating over that one. Okay. Glad I mentioned it. Uh, it is, uh, let's see, it's 8.30 in the morning and coming up in about 15 minutes, we'll be joined by Rabbi L.A. Melech Goldberg. He's uh, from the organization Kids Kicking Cancer. He founded that organization. We'll talk about why he is named as one of, uh, CNN's top 10 heroes of 2014. That's coming up shortly right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. Let's go to Yisrael Werdiger and hear, uh, Here's some music from him in this last half hour of our show.
Herzlich without Hena here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you. It is 8.43, coming up 8.44 in the morning. Eastern time, we changed the clocks this morning. I was up at 2 o'clock, made sure to follow the law and changed it to 2, back to 1 o'clock. I think Mary Mel Wallach got up at 2 o'clock to change the clock back and then stayed up the rest of the night. I don't know if she's running in the marathon today. I have to find that out. But a lot of people are going to be listening to the network all day long, Right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, as they uh, run in the uh, uh, in the in the marathon this morning, and uh, and they will be uh, they'll be finishing 
oh, after a few hours. It's estimated that 50, over 50,000 people will actually finish and complete the marathon today. Unbelievable. It is certainly a, uh, a great feat and a great, uh, accomplishment to even begin it as far as I'm concerned, uh, and certainly to finish it. On the program, um, on the network this, uh, this Sunday, there'll be uh, great music and encore presentations of programming, including the Z Report 9 at 9 and Saturday Night Seagull, hosted by Executive Assistant Avrami. And then at 7 o'clock, the Court Report with Elliot Weiselberg, a wrap-up of uh, the sports for the past week. And also he'll have a, a panel discussion uh, with a number of uh, coaches who really promote uh, the um, the inclusion of women in the Yeshiva League sports. Uh, so it's very important. And uh, that'll be at 7 o'clock tonight. So thanks, uh, everyone, for listening to the network. Well, my guest this morning is a man of many hats. He's a rabbi, a clinical assistant professor at a medical school, and a black belt in martial arts. He's also the founder of Kids Kicking Cancer, an organization which teaches the mind-body techniques of martial arts instruction, breath work, and meditation to empower children beyond the pain and discomfort of the disease. Rabbi Elimelech Goldberg, welcome to JM Sunday. Thank you so much. Uh, what does your organization do, and what is its scope worldwide? Initially, the organization was created to empower children, children who were faced with the diagnosis of cancer or other hematological illnesses like cancer. And um, it all really began when I was uh, teaching for Yeshiva University in Los Angeles many moons ago. And uh, our first daughter, at a uh, week before her first birthday, was diagnosed with what, what was then a very, very um, deadly disease, leukemia. That's 43 years ago. Today, leukemia is a very treatable pediatric disease. It was uh, very different back then, and at uh, two years old, she told the doctors at UCLA, no medications today, please, and uh, tell the kids in the clinic who were crying, don't don't cry. Hmm. So she was a very powerful young lady, and <clears throat> about seven years after she passed away, I found myself the director of the early camp Simcha from the High Lifeline, and um, walked in on a five-year-old boy who was having his port access for his chemotherapy in the infirmary and the infirmary is like a little hospital in the woods and hmm. the nurses were great and they're trying to distract this little boy but nothing was working and you know a chemo wasn't negotiable and they're holding this little boy down and he is screaming something awful and one nurse is ready to take a syringe and plunge it into the port in his chest and I walked in on the scene and it was so counterintuitive to me I just yelled Wait! And they all stopped. Even the kids stopped crying. And they looked at me, and I didn't have a clue what I was going to say next. <laughs> and I just asked the nurses, could you could you give me five minutes for this child? And the nurses were happy to leave, and the little boy looked at me like I was the governor. I just stayed his execution. <laughs> right. And uh, I explained to him, you know, I, I'm a black belt, which doesn't mean much. For a little kid, it's a wow. I said, do you want me to teach you some karate? And he almost jumped off the table. And I explained to him, in the martial arts, you learn that Pain is a message that you don't have to listen to. You could breathe in this amazing light and push out the darkness. 
And five minutes later, we're doing a simple Tai Chi breathing technique. And 20 minutes later, they pulled out the needle, and he looked up at the nurse, and he said, did you do it yet? Hmm. Amazing. And that's when Kids Kicking, Kids Kicking Cancer was born. Wow. And... Uh... Most people realize, you said, that practicing martial arts is not easy. It takes dedication. And most of all, it takes time, uh, something which many of these youngsters, unfortunately, don't have. So your program must give them tremendous self-esteem and excitement to be able to achieve something in this area in addition to how they can cope with their own situation. Uh, what are the reactions of some of these children as they work through the program and become teachers themselves to others? The, the mantra of kids kicking cancer is power, peace, purpose, that you can use this amazing energy to push out pain and fear and anger. And we have very significant empirical studies that indicate and have been published in medical books, in medical um, articles, um, that the children can lower their pain when they know that they can. You know, in the old days we used to teach there's a pain center in the brain. Today we know through scans it's not true. It's own neural matrix. So when, when children know they can take control, it actually lowers their pain. But when we ask the thousands of kids that we work with, we're now in four countries, what's your purpose? They all yell out to teach the world. Hmm. So the children understand it's not just <clears throat> this is antithetical to their disease, but really because they have this challenge, they have the option of responding to that challenge with pain and fear and anger and darkness, or they also have the opportunity to teach the world that's watching them that they can bring in light and blow out darkness. i, I give you one example of just a very powerful story. There's a group that called the Optimists. You know, they're like yeah. the lo ro Rotary or the Lions Club. I'm absolutely certain there's a group called the Pessimists. Those are Optimists <laughs> with experience. Pessimist Society, right? <laughs> right. So with a high Jewish uh, membership. And so this wonderful group made a, a party for us, and at the end of the party, a little boy in a wheelchair is being pushed by his twin sister to the front, and um, he asks for the microphone. And the MC gives him the microphone, and he, in a loud voice, he says, Hi, my name is Bernard. And everyone stopped. There were about 500 people in the room. Everyone stopped. They look at this little boy in the wheelchair, and he says, I want to thank you, Optimist. You made us a great party and wonderful presence. And I want to thank Kids Kicking Cancer. You guys are our family. But I want to teach, I want to teach you what they teach us at Kids Kicking Cancer, that no matter what you're facing in your life, you can breathe in the light and push out the darkness. And it proceeds to teach them how we do. We have a trademark breath break, B-R-A-K-E, mm -hmm. how you could use your breath and your body to stop stress. And then with a big smile on his face, he says, I want to teach everybody, no matter what you're facing in your life, you can breathe in the light and push out the darkness. And then they gave me the microphone. And I had a, I had a problem speaking because this little boy we all knew, his mom ran away when he was a little little baby. Hmm. His dad died when he was eight years old. Oh, wow. His uncle died when he's nine. And that year he was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor that's slowly stealing any movement from his body. Hmm. And he's sitting there with this big smile on his face, saying no matter what you're facing in your life, you can breathe in the light and blow out the darkness. So after I took my own breath break, I, I told the optimist, I said, I just want to put in your terms what you heard from Bernard this morning, because Bernard defined optimism. But the definition of optimism is not that everything is going to be great. 
Optimism means that you can respond to everything with greatness. That's optimism. Excellent, excellent. My guest this morning is Rabbi Eli Melech Goldberg, founder of Kids Kicking Cancer. We have you on now this particular time because CNN has listed you as one of its top ten heroes of 2014. Uh, people can vote daily using email, Facebook, or Twitter. They can vote at heroes.cnn.com to make you the top of the top ten. How did you come to the attention of CNN? It's actually quite an interesting story. They um, they actually showed up on the day that um, was my mother, the anniversary of my mother's death of two mm. years. Uh, it was her yard site, so I was I was fasting that day and, and running around uh, <laughs> with them. Uh, the the last day of voting is November sixteenth, which yes. is our daughter's yard site. Oh wow! And during the day, I was skyping with this little boy from uh, South Africa who was diagnosed with a pendianoma, a very bad brain tumor, and he relapsed two years later. Hmm. And the doctors in South Africa thought that, you know, just give him palliative care. I helped them reach a doctor in the UCLA, great guy, John Finley, and he was able to, he, he insisted on seeing the slides, and he said, no, it was a misdiagnosis, and there's, there's a treatment for this boy. So he's actually, this young boy is actually now at Sloan Kettering getting treatment. Wow. But... But I have, he was in South Africa still and getting a first dose of chemo that would prepare him for what he's getting now. And um, he was in a lot of pain. He had some upper GI pain, which was really bad. And after 10 minutes Skyping with his child, the pain level went down four points, and his affect was different. And he, he was a different child because he was able to breathe in that light and, and push away the pain. And afterwards, I asked the producer, lovely young lady, I said, am I allowed to know... Uh, who, who nominated me? I, I frankly had never even heard of the program. I don't have a TV. <laughs> and and she said, sure. And she opens up a folder and she says her name is Amanda Leibowitz in uh, Irvine, California. She doesn't know you so well, but I um, her friend her neighbor knows you much better. And she heard a presentation. Because God willing, we're starting another program in Irvine. Uh-huh. And so I said, um, but she doesn't know the name of the aunt. I said to the producer, I said. The name of the aunt is Zoe Rock. She's the aunt of that boy in South Africa. Ah, wow. You know, everything is the hand of God. Of course. And when you see this circle and you see how God is giving us these pathways, even through the most darkest of moments, we're able to to go forward, but not just go forward. There's a, there's a mantra that's on the wall in the Dearborn Islamic Center, which is the largest mosque in, in North America, and it says, a perfect God created an imperfect world perfectly. <laughs> Very and then it says Rabbi Eli Melech Goldberg, founder of Kids Kicking Cancer. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, this is a theme that I've learned from the children. Right. And from these children you learn that there is so much joy and light in every day. And if a person is willing to take in that breath and push out the stress chemicals and create that focus of light inside of themselves, we could we could illuminate the planet. Of course, you know the the comment you made about the the mosque and so many other things in your life. We we could spend uh, an entire segment on each of those things uh, from many different aspects. Uh, so you know, hopefully, we can do that sometime in the future. Uh, right now, we're focused on the fact that, as you mentioned, November sixteenth is the um, last day to vote at heroes.cnn.com. 
to vote uh, you as the top hero of 2014 for CNN. And there'll be a presentation and an announcement of the top winner on December 7th on one of the uh, CNN programs. Now, uh, actually, just digressing for a second uh, before we finish up on your um, on your studies of martial arts, it's interesting from what I read that uh, you're a student of, if I pronounce it correctly, a Cho Kwon Do. Is that correct? Choi Kwondo, which is a hmm. Korean art, and if I if I read it correctly, was actually founded by someone who had um, some injuries from his previous studies in martial arts and created this style almost as a rehabilitation for himself from that. That's so correct. It's kind of uh, interesting that that that's the one you chose to um, to develop and to work with. What, what what prompted you to start that? You know, I felt that every rabbi has to know how to break his board. <laughs> That's really oh, the man. essential element. Wow, that's our takeaway line <laughs> of the morning. <laughs> Let me, if I can add just one quick thing. Yes. People could also go to our website and get a daily reminder to vote at kidskickingcancer.org. Great. Excellent. And you're based in the uh, in the Michigan area. How would people best get in touch with you if they want to start this program or have this program in, in either in the hospitals or individually? Um, what, what's the best way of reaching you? The, the website is absolutely the best at okay. kidskickingcancer.org and contact us, and uh, we're very responsive to that. Our ultimate goal is to have everyone following our kids, and they could do that also. We have a Facebook page, and they could like that page and follow our kids. But to allow the children to become teachers changes their perception of pain, and it changes their life, and the children become amazing teachers for everyone. Well, whether you end up being the top of the ten or, or still among the ten, you're certainly a hero to many thousands and thousands of children and their families around the world and uh, doing something that is absolutely amazing. So we wish you luck on uh, on this particular election, if you will, in our election right. uh, season. And we hope to have you on soon, perhaps even right around the time of the announcement or right after we can have you on and uh, talk about things from there. Rabbi Elliot Malik-Holberg, thank you again so much for joining us here on JM Sunday. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Take care. It is uh, coming up to the end of the show here, uh, just a couple of minutes away. And again, want to thank Rabbi Goldberg for joining us. Amazing story that he has and... Um, we hope uh, that he'll raise, uh, rise to the top of that um, of that list of top ten heroes in CNN. Uh, again, my my thanks to Rabbi Goldberg, my thanks to Rabbi Goldwasser, uh, my thanks to Khan Levi Julian for the news from Israel. Uh, good luck to all the runners that are uh, going to participate in the New York City Marathon starting uh, starting right about now, and um, I, we know a lot will be listening. There'll be a music stream throughout the day. Encore presentations and the court report at 7 o'clock p.m. with Elliot Weiselberg. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next year, next week, right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.